0: You'll notice that when Jesus talks about the kingdom of God, the church, he doesn't just give a definition. We're in part of Mark's, or Matthew's gospel that he's talking about the kingdom of God, but he's using all these parables, he's using these images for us to get a greater grasp of what the church is, what the kingdom of God is like. And so today we have three parables. Jesus is drawing us a picture of, He says, the church is like a mustard seed. The kingdom of God is like a woman who puts yeast into her dough. And with these parables, we can get a better grasp of the deep, profound reality of what the kingdom of God is. I wish to focus mainly on that first one that Jesus speaks of today. He says, the kingdom of heaven can be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. This good seed, we find out later on, Jesus said, is the children of the kingdom. The good seed is the manifestations of God's grace, children of the kingdom, holy men and women, the saints, those who faithfully follow Christ, seeking to do good and to avoid evil. Jesus goes on to say, while everyone was asleep, his enemy came, and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. Notice this is when everyone was asleep that this takes place. This is usually the case. There's a famous quote that says, Enough for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Think of this last century, Nazism and Communism. Very few people were able to see the evils that were Coming about, or at least didn't have the courage to stand up and to speak the truth. I think even today, we can be asleep to the evils around us danger of different types of wokeism, radical environmentalism, different forms of Marxism these days. We can be asleep to it. St. Peter writes Stay sober and alert. Your opponent, the devil, is looking for someone to devour. Stay sober and alert. We all know the story about King David and Bathsheba. Well, his problem actually started at the beginning of chapter 11, second book of Samuel. We read that in the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to do battle, David sent out his army, but David remained in Jerusalem. So this is the time of year that kings are supposed to be out doing battle, waging war, keeping out the other nations at bay. David wasn't doing that. He was at home. And it was him taking his siesta, he saw Bathsheba, and fell into temptation. He wasn't staying on edge. King David wasn't engaged in the fight. And temptation got to him. We need to stay awake. We have to guard against getting soft, that's why daily prayer is so important. Not staying up too late. Even little acts of penance, acts of self-denial every day, such as fasting maybe till noon or skipping lunch, abstaining from meat, taking cold showers, not putting salt or other condiments on our food or putting creamer in our coffee. All these little things, little acts of self-denial are ways that we can stay awake, stay edge on edge and stay in the fight. so that's the first point that Jesus is saying today is that staying engaged in the fight, staying awake allows us not to let evil find its way into our lives. Then we have the discussion between the master and the slaves. The slaves come up to him and they say, "Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where did the weeds come from?" The Master says, an enemy has done this. All the evil, the brokenness in the world, it doesn't come from God. God does not cause this. But it's rather from the evil one. An enemy. There's a battle, an epic battle, between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the evil one. We must realize that God has an enemy. His church has an enemy. Jesus has enemies. And whether you like it or not, or realize it, You have an enemy, the devil who seeks to destroy you, your marriages, and your families. So the slaves come up to the master and say again, well, do you want us to go and pull up those weeds? The master says, no, if you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow until harvest time. This is important. Jesus is speaking of the church, of his kingdom, and part of being a part of his kingdom and part of the church is that there are weeds. There are children of the evil one, Jesus says. Yes, children of the kingdom, but even within the church kingdom, or in the, in the kingdom, there are also children of the evil one. And he says they will be around until the end of the age. I don't know if you're anything like me, I get frustrated with there being ignorance and stupid people or even evil people in the church. We all do. I get it, and it can be frustrating. But you also hear people talk about leaving the church because the Pope is doing this or this bishop is doing that, or a priest said that, or a parishioner did this. Don't we read the scriptures? Don't we realize what Jesus is saying? Then why are we so upset? Why are we so surprised? Why are we scandalized? It's been this way since the beginning. Even think of Jesus. He had Judas, right? One of his 12 closest apostles, Judas was a traitor, was a child of the evil one. I find this comforting, actually, that Jesus says this to us, right? That he said it would be like this. Jesus doesn't like us to be surprised. He tells us what it will be like. He said it would be like this. Wheat and the weeds. He says it will be tough. He says what will happen so that when we come across it, we can say, okay, this is part of the plan. God is still in control. So that's the second point, is that we have to expect that there are evil people in the world, even in the church, and it should not scandalize us. But then finally, Jesus says, and we need to realize that there will be justice in the end. The Son of Man will send his angel, and they will collect out of his kingdom all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. They will throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be wailing, and grinding of teeth. And then appreciate the care and concern God has for us, for the children of the kingdom. He says, quote, Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of the Father. This is something, a grace that I think the Lord has given me. I just have no doubt about it, that in the end there will be justice. Everything will be fair. We'll see that everything makes sense all the scales will be balanced. That despite, even today, we see evil having the upper hand, we see chaos and confusion even in the church. But I have no doubt in the end, justice prevails. Everyone gets their just deserts in the end. God is con- in control. Because when I acknowledge that I can't control everything, all those things out there, I focus in on what I can control. For me, it's my own holiness. For me, as pastor at Queen of Peace, I'm blessed to have authority to really lead and build something here, a Catholic culture and community where the children of the kingdom, where families can thrive and the fullness of faith is proclaimed, celebrated, and lived. So my friends, don't get discouraged or scandalized when bad things happen in the world or even in the church. And most especially, never, never, ever leave the church. The church is your way to heaven. Jesus said it would be like this. Wheat and the weeds. Children of the kingdom and children of the evil one. Control what you can control. Deepen your relationship with God. Strengthen your marriages. Consecrate your families to Jesus Christ as king. And invest your time, talent, and treasure more and more here in your parish. And then trust in the goodness and justice of God that the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of the Father.